Welcome to another PT podcast. Um, I'm going to be chatting to Eamon. He is probably one of the happiest people in Hayes in the UK. I'm going to go odds on and say that's quite a good bet. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, doing great, man. Doing great, man. I tell you what, it's nice not having to wear a suit to work every day now. Yeah, well, to be fair, I'm in the hoodie today, so... Oh. Well, the world's gonna, changing, maybe. The world's changing. I was going to say, <laughs> what is it dressed down now back in the UK for you guys then? Or? Um, yeah, it's a little bit, because obviously all the COVID and work from home, I think it's been pretty casual in terms of when yeah. you come in and stuff. So, um, at the minute, obviously we're not meeting any clients, so we don't have to really dress well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Right, let, let's, you know, you brought up working from home. Let's get this kicked off. You know, we'll start work about working from home. Obviously, you're training for the London Marathon. How is that going? Yeah, it's going really well. So I've, um, I've just kind of, so obviously it's not till October this year. Um, and I've just kind of started really, really early. So I started running the 1st of January. Um, so I'm about three months in and I've just been like no plan or anything at the minute. I've got a 16 week plan, which will start around like June time. Yeah. Um, at the minute, I'm just loving it. I'm just going out, not planning where I'm going, just running and seeing how far it is when I get back and stuff. So I'm, I'm really loving it at the minute, going out kind of every other day. Um, yeah, just average runner, mate. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, truly. Yeah, your Instagram handles in there something somewhere as well. So, sort of t- tell you know people who are you? Who is Eamon? Okay, so I'm. From the outside, I'm probably just a, a, another office office worker. Um, but basically, I'm, I'm a business manager within a recruitment business. Um, I've been working here for the last five years, and obviously, as you know from from doing it, it's long days. It can be, and if you're training and stuff, it's, it's tricky to squeeze in when, when you're going to do that. Um, but obviously, yeah. So that's that's my nine to five, Monday to well, eight to six for us, and then not yeah. nine to five, eight to six, Monday to Friday. Um, on the weekends, mornings, evenings, I'm at the moment the average runner. <laughs> so I set up obviously the Instagram account, just kind of an accountability thing, which I'm sure we'll go over um, on this podcast. But um, that's that's kind of evenings and weekends. Um, I like I'm into my football. Don't play anymore. I've had some unfortunately some knee injuries, which obviously would have made it, of course, like they all say. But um, had three knee operations about four, four or five years ago. Um, so now I'm a golfer, so I've really got into golf the last couple of years and 14, 14 handicapper. So I've got a long way to go to get, get that down. But yeah, that, that's me in a, a very small nutshell. Yeah. And, and that's basically exactly why, you know, I really wanted, you know, to turn our live into a podcast as well, because I know there's probably going to be a lot of people who are listening to this. Firstly, you know, if any recruiters are listening, you know, for a fact, as Eamon said, you know, you're working from 8.30 to 6. You're not working from 8.30 to 6. There's a lot more, you know, you do before and after work. So I really wanted, you know, you to uh, dive in and talk about your habits and how you stay fit, healthy and training for a marathon. But before we get into that sort of stuff, what is your spirit animal, Eamon? I knew, I knew you were going to ask me that. So I, I, didn't, I didn't know what that was. So I, I had to Google it and did a, do a quiz. It told me what, what one it was, and I, I didn't really, I didn't really kind of get it and agree with it. So after you said yesterday, it turns out it's like a massive thing, isn't it? So I went online. There's just pages and pages of spirit animals and stuff. Never heard of it. Um, so I did this quiz. It was asking me all these questions. Sort of, uh, what do you, you know, what would you, what would you do in this situation, whatever? And it come out as a wolf. And I'm like, I, I wouldn't say I was like a wolf at all. Um, but it said that it said, it said the wolf was kind of. Um, social connecting, freedom, aware, those sorts of things, which which I probably can resonate with. But I probably sound more like a dog if, yeah. if I just had to pluck an animal out because I like I thrive on making people make people laugh when I can and, and making people happy. Um, I like to play around and sociable, I like being around people. Hmm. Um, it's obviously doing a recruitment job because that's ultimately what it is. It's just just talking to people. Um, and yeah, so I'd, I'd probably say, I don't know how that's kind of how I got to the, the dog. I don't know if that's that's a normal one that you should say, but yeah, I, that's that's the most like, kind of closest animal I could think of. No, uh, to be fair, I think a dog, I, I would say, we'll we, we narrow it down a bit more and I'll say a Labrador as well. 
They're really Definitely. stupid, though, aren't they? Oh, aren't you? <laughs> I've got a degree, Jordan. Yeah, I've but got, uh, let, I've, let, I've got let, a two-one. <laughs> let's be honest. I'm going to say this because I used to be a recruiter as well, so I could get away saying it is. Recruiters are people who didn't really know what they want to do in life and ended up in recruitment. Hey, you're, you're not wrong. I who, fell into it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the phrase, I'm, isn't it? Fell into it. I've never met a five-year-old who's like, Mommy, Daddy, I want to be a recruiter. I want to be a recruiter. It's just something. Of course not. Yeah. As you said, it's something you just fall into. 100%. 100%. But I think, yeah, there are some like kind of uh, similarities to, to some other backgrounds and stuff like that that you yeah. might want to do. But yeah, as you say, it's not something that you'd, you'd, uh, you'd kind of, obviously you don't need any qualifications to, to do it. So it's anyone can kind of start and if you if you can hold a conversation you're, you're on the right track already aren't you so yeah so yeah with that being said you know obviously you're training for a london marathon um talk a bit about what you've done in the past for charities as well because this isn't the first charity event you're doing no so I've, i did a, a charity boxing event um it's the ultra white collar boxing for anyone that's that's kind of heard of it in the uk they do events all over the country um and they did one where i'm in southampton and basically what they do is you, you can raise it for whatever charity you want, um, but outside, but there's like, it's all kind of funnels into Cancer Research UK. So that's their like, basically it's part of that charity in a, in a way. They raise millions and millions of pounds every year um, for Cancer Research UK. But basically they, they put on an eight week training plan so that you get all this boxing training for free and everything. It's really good. Um, like two, three times a week. Uh, and then there's a big fight night and, we sell tickets and we family friends come and watch and it was, I think it was about 2,000 people in there who did it as well so you get a real good buzz and it's a really good experience to do but obviously at the same time you, you know you're raising raising loads of money for charity which is great yeah and at the end of the day you have a similar boxing record now to Tyson Fury don't you completely unbeaten yeah well, on percentages mate it's um it's the same so I think we must be the only two only two unbeaten uh fighters and all fighters in the UK at the moment yeah, so Tyson Fury, if you're listening, mate, you know, Eamon's calling you out right now. <laughs> but I wouldn't last two seconds in there, would I? But <laughs> uh, well, yeah, like, obviously, with that being said, um, you've done a lot for cha- charities, you know, you're doing London Marathon for charity as well. Why are you doing all this for charity? What sort of motivates you that side? Because uh, you get a lot of people who just go train, do boxing and, you know, do it at a, as a hobby. Yeah, I don't know, really. I, I think it... Um... From a personal point of view, like aside from raising money, obviously, which is I'm sure everyone would, would like to do if they could raise money for, for good causes. Um, but from a from more of a personal point of view, it, it kind of gives you it kind of gives you a, a drive, one to one to try something new. Like I've never done boxing before. Um, I threw a few punches at secondary school, maybe like really badly. That was that was my extent of my fighting background. Um, but yeah, I think it gives you some direction potentially something new and it, it holds you accountable so like London Marathon like if I didn't train I couldn't do it so I have to put a big training plan together and kind of get up every morning and that's what I'm kind of gearing towards obviously when I don't play football anymore that was the reason to keep fit was because I got a football match on, on Saturday or Sunday yeah. but if I haven't got that I just for me it just really helps me keep on track in terms of motivated to, to do to, you know to keep fit and keep in good shape yeah, exactly. So there's a couple of reasons, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think, yeah, as you said, you know, it's you're doing these events as motivation, you know, to hold you accountable. But, you know, you said you can't wake up one day and go run the London Marathon, same way you can't wake up one day and step in a boxing ring with someone. No, you, exactly. You, you do all this sort of activities to hold yourself accountable. And, you know, I, I know I know full, full well, and you agree, the moment you go out and say you're going to do something on social media, you have to go out and do it. You know, everyone's going to be, yeah. even if you think no one's watching, people are going to be watching you. Yeah, you probably have some people who are going to hope you're going to fail, but just, yeah, it's about using their energy to try to spur you on. 100%. I think that's that's probably the reason I set up that Instagram account, to be honest, was I know once I've done that, there's no way that I will not do it because I say it's in the public eye. Yeah. I'll get absolutely hammered by all my mates well if, if I like didn't do it. Obviously, if you get injured, it's different. But yeah. like, if I just decided I'm not going to do it anymore, people are like, oh, hang on a minute, I'll, I'll put 50 quid on your page. What are you, what are you doing? You owe me 50 quid, sort of thing. You know, those yeah. sort of things. But I think, it, um, yeah, as you say, it's just, it's just like an accountability thing. 
where it's out there now. I've said I'm going to do it, and I, I don't really like change as it is anyway. Like in terms of when plans change, so once I've committed in my head, it's, it's happening, <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, we're, we're talking about your Instagram page. When you first set that up, were you worried about the reception you were going to get with it? Did you think you know your friends would be mugging you off? And that sort of stuff, or did you always expect to go as well as it's going so far? Um, it's a good question, mate. Um, yeah, I, I sort of was expecting that I was going to get rinsed for it, but actually, it was the complete opposite. So even like, I've got a mate called uh, called Ollie Bond, right? He's 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 like my best mate. He's been my best mate since I was little, and he would hammer me for anything. And I was expecting us like in the WhatsApp group, everyone's putting pictures on. Oh, we'll, we'll see this. We'll see this. And um, even he went, do you know what? It suits you. It suits you doing it. I thought he was going to absolutely hammer me. But he's like, it suits you just doing that. I don't think, he's like, I don't think anyone else in this WhatsApp group could get away with it, but you can. So I, I don't know, maybe it's just, maybe it's just like the right, it's just the right things to do. I don't know. But obviously it's yeah. helping lots of other people as well. So that, that's, again, goes back to what I like. See the spirit animal and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> helping other people. So there's so many people that have reached out that didn't think they could run or they thought they're really slow or whatever and, and the things I said they really resonated with yeah. as opposed to just another runner who's smashing times like ridiculous times and stuff and you can't really relate to that can you because it takes years to get to that, that level exactly 100% and I, I try to take you know a similar approach to my PT page you know I think there's one video of me topless when I'm doing an outdoor workout but that was in the middle <laughs> of summer when it was 35 degrees running around the not Mayflower. Yeah, Mayflower. Doing yeah. like squats and all that sort of stuff. But like as you said, you know, I think people like your Instagram because it's not about, oh, look at me, I'm Billy Big Time. It's you know, you, you you've done stuff where you've failed and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be I'll, I'll, I'll get my phone out when I'm doing a run. I'm not even going fast and I'm absolutely knackered. And I'll just be like, yeah, I'm I'm knackered. Like this is I always feel like this when I get to like three, four kilometers. Mm. And people are like, oh God, thank God that's not just me. And it is okay. That is normal. And I will go out and get a run next week or whenever it is. Yeah. So I think people, yeah, you don't see that, do you? You don't see the, oh, it's actually running is like really hard. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize how hard it was. But it's actually, it's actually really, really hard, even to go slowly yeah. long distances. So yeah, I think people quite like that. But yeah, yeah, it's I, like, I, one, it's okay to fail. And then, like you say, two, obviously just relate a bit to it. Exactly. And, and I think, because uh, when I set up my PT page, I was in the same shoes as you. And this is why I set up a whole new PT page rather than converting my personal, because I was so worried about, you know, people just ripping into you. But the reality is, aside from the old rugby lads I played rugby with in Dubai, everyone's actually been like, no, fair play, you're doing well. And I think what a lot of people should do is, you know, I think you do it perfectly, which is why I brought this uh, topic up, is you have your Instagram for your accountability. And I think there'd be a lot of people out there who'd be too scared to set up a sort of a fitness Instagram or healthy Instagram to hold them accountable because they're so worried what, you know, Billy might say next to them. But the reality is, you know, as you said perfectly, you thought Billy next to you was going to rip into you. But yeah, everyone's supportive. Yeah, 100%. And there's so there's such a, like, I didn't know this really because I've, I've never really searched for running people on Instagram and stuff. It's, it's never really that. I wasn't doing it before, but there's a massive community on there. Like everyone's so supportive and kind of like, you know, all want everyone to do really well. If you don't even know these people, but they're all kind of, everyone's kind of, you know, really got each other's backs and like celebrating everyone's success and stuff on there. I think it's amazing. Like I didn't even know that whole thing was there. Hmm. It's really, really good. Open my eyes massively. Jay Alderton was saying, you know, people above you never pull you down. And at the end of the day, people who are jealous of you, how well you're doing, they're the people who are going to go out and call you a dick and try to pull you down to their level. So there's so much more about them than what you're doing. So I now see the people who try to troll me. It's their way I'm saying is, you know, I want you at my level. You're making me feel bad for what you're doing. Yeah, 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 100%. Good yeah. Good yeah. So let's, one thing I've learned since I've started doing these podcasts, I'm very good at tangents. So brought you on to talk about uh, sort of your five top tips on staying, you know, fit, healthy, active whilst you're working in an office job. So what is your tip number one? Um, tip number one 
is for me time to get get it done early so yeah. i will always do all of my um exercise before work mm. so that that would be my tip number one um yeah. i think the reason for that is as the day goes on especially like you can have a really busy day right so you come into work sometimes you don't know things go a bit mental and then you might have planned right i'm going to do a workout at 6 30 when i get home but one, I might not get home at six in time for 6.30. Two, I might have just had a hell of a day and I'll just, do you know what? Last thing I want to do is, is do a workout. I just want to eat and have a beer and watch TV. But if you do it in the morning, it's done. Mm. And you've got, there's no time to, to make an excuse, is there? I think that's, that's yeah. the kind of reasoning behind that for me. Exactly. And, and without saying anything about what you're doing business-wise, but, you know, as you said perfectly today, you know, You've got a lot of, you know, that tedious, boring admin that's very mentally draining, very repetitive. And, you know, you may have to stay at work an extra half an hour today to get this bit of admin done. And that's why, you know, I, I tell all my clients as well, you know, exactly the same as you said, you know, just get it done early. Because then if, yeah. you, if you have that sort of, you know, something pops up at work like you've had today, you've already done your training yeah and equally like you might i know you're quite big on this like if you want to go and socialize as well like if one of, one of my mates texts me going oh do you want to go watch the football and have and have a beer obviously pub shut in a minute but next week <laughs> um if, the, if that happened i'd be like yeah 100 percent. what time even if i had planned workouts so there's certain things that i'll put above it above the exercise unfortunately um, like not every day if that's happening every day but yeah so this morning I've done 11k run this morning so I'm done now so I don't yeah. have to worry about it until tomorrow yeah and uh, I was training early this morning before one of the other gym instructors here and I was saying to him it's really weird is I, I don't know if you find it as well is you do your early morning workout and you get so much more energy for the day oh 100% it's crazy you think it'd go the other way but it's, it's literally like I'll roll out of bed and I, I've done a lot of videos on this as well like when you wake up and can't be bothered but just how how the hell do you start it? And it is just once you put once I put my running shoes on and get out the door, I can literally get 500 meters down the road, and I feel like it's a completely different person. It just and, gives you that, sets you up nicely. And that's one thing I love about your Instagram is you know you are showing that side of it. So I think it's something I do want to talk about a bit more because I've had clients saying I, I should do sort of you know similar stuff um, to what you're doing there because. It's shit waking up early. Let's be honest. That snooze button is so easy to hit. I have, <laughs> I have six, seven alarms. My missus makes fun of me with the amount of alarms I have. But that's what I need to drag myself out of bed. But then, as you said, you know, you put one foot in front of the other. 500 metres later, you're like, oh, thank God I've done that. Yeah, and it, it becomes like a really good habit as well. Yeah. It's, it's, annoying, it's annoying on Sunday when I wake up at six still, but <laughs> apart from that, it's a good habit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But tip number two? Uh, tip two is, for me, vary the exercise. Because I'll tell you why. So obviously, I'm training for a marathon. It wouldn't make any sense for me to do other exercise with it. Like, you'd think, just, well, surely just train for running, right? Um, but... It's a long, it's a long plan, and you will get bored, and you will start resenting it. So yeah. I, I will do, for example, I might do. So I'll make sure I get my miles in the week, so at least three runs a week at the minute. Um, but I might do on those other days. I might do some. So go to well, when the gym opens next week, or I'll be doing it at home. I might do some chest. I might do some uh, other strength, you know, shoulders or pull ups or whatever, you know, whatever it is. One that makes you keeps you feeling strong not all round kind of you know in, in a good physical kind of state it does help with the running because obviously you just you know, i'm not sat there bulking or anything like that but i'm doing like strength strength training um which supports <clears throat> especially like when i do legs and stuff like that so it's really important um but really it's just the, the kind of boredom thing yeah and if you're waking up every day and it's the same thing every day exercise you will eventually hit a kind of wall with it but if you just keep varying the exercise like one day i might wake up and oh do you know what i'm going to do a bike ride this morning hmm. for an hour instead and it's just just varying it so that that would be my tip number two just just don't don't get bored of doing the same things 
Exactly. And, and you summed it up perfectly is even though you're training for a marathon, there's so many other ways you can train for a marathon other than running. You know, you can cycle, you're still working on your cardio. You can do 100%. lunges, you, you know, working on your core. There's so much more to running than just running. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot of people that message me, a lot of PTs that message me on, on Instagram, it's my um, average runner account. And they're like, oh, it's really refreshing to see a, 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 someone's training for running to be doing what you're doing. Um, you don't see that that often. So, yeah, I think people could do more of it. I always think of uh, Conor McGregor. He, he does all sorts of different, like, training. He doesn't just, he's not in the gym every, every well, he probably is in the gym every day, but he's, yeah. he's also doing other stuff around it. Like, he does a lot of cycling, I see on his Instagram, and all sorts of other stuff as well. So it's, it's just, I think it's just really important for those different reasons to just vary what you're doing. Yeah, 100%. And Nate Diaz as well, he does, you know, Iron, Iron Men and triathlons for fun. And that's part of the reason why people think he's such a good fighter, because he does an Iron Man for fun, which, you know, that <laughs> trumps uh, doing a marathon or anything. I'm probably yeah. doing next year kind of thing. I don't get how you can do it for fun. But no, I, I lived with a guy actually at uni, right? He did an Iron Man and yeah. he'd never done anything. Like, I think he'd run a marathon before. His name's Pete Cooper. He's a really good lad. But he, um, yeah, he did an Iron Man and mate, the training for that, he, insane. Anyone that does that, my house. that's ridiculous oh, I, I would love to try it oh god i'm saying this on my podcast i would love <laughs> to try it eventually yeah we're talking about accountability remember a minute ago yeah i was just thinking that uh, <laughs> I was halfway through saying it but no i, I genuinely <laughs> i would love to try that or there's two ultra marathons i would love to try there's one in antarctica and one across the sahara so world's world's hottest uh, ultra the world's coldest ultra i just think that'd be two really cool accomplishments Oh, it'd be amazing to do, but only once you finished. <laughs> yeah. Not once you're doing it. And you know, like the Sahara ones, uh, 50 kilometers a day for five days, and the Antarctica ones, 230 kilometers over five days. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. What it's people ridiculous. do for fun. Well, that would bring me on to my third uh, tip, <laughs> but not so much, is, is getting your steps in. <laughs> so, <laughs> not, that, not that many steps, though, but. I think, um, yeah, obviously when you're running, you get getting steps in, but I'm sat at my desk all day. Um, obviously, I try and walk around the office as much as I can, but if I'm not, uh, if I'm not running, like I say, doing some strength stuff or whatever, get your steps in because, yeah, it's really important. I think you just, otherwise you just get so static, tight legs, and it's just, yeah, so I'll go for that walk. If I'm not running, I'll go for a walk. Mm. whether it's lunchtime well every lunchtime we go for a walk in a minute after work just make sure getting not don't have to put a number on it all the time but just make sure you're getting a good amount of steps in yeah and and uh sort of following off from that you know everyone says ten thousand steps a day twelve thousand steps a day and i'm guilty of it i give my clients step targets but at the end of the day you know i'm not too fast i want them you know not fixating on the number I give them the number so they're a bit more aware of how much they're walking, if that makes sense. Yeah. But the main thing is, is they just get up and they have time to go out for a walk and they just, yeah. you know, have some sort of th their own time. I think walking is great. You know, you get a good podcast, you know, it doesn't have to be an educational podcast. You know, right now I'm listening to a lot of the good, the bad and rugby and it's just funny rugby stories. It yeah. adds no yeah. real value in terms of my education or anything like that, but that's, an hour once a week that that's my my time and no one's going to take that away from me and i joke with yeah. clients you know i've had clients say to me is you know oh can i train train at this hour and that's one of the hours when i could be out for, for one of my walks i'm like well yeah i can train you but it's two thousand euros an hour no. yeah <laughs> yeah no 100 yeah it's like nothing wrong with putting a, a number on the steps but um yeah for me i, I don't just because I know I'm quite active anyway, so I don't need to like, like if you think the day I'm the day I'm thinking about, oh, make sure we get my steps. I probably did run like 10, 15 kilometers yesterday. So it's not like, you know, it's not yeah. the be all and end all, but it's, I just think where well, yeah, if you're an office worker and you're sat in say a desk all day, it's really important. Yeah. And yeah, life gets busy, but find time for it. So I think mental health point of, point of view as well. Because I know, you know, I sit down, I think about my life right now, I'm on my feet probably when I'm at work eight nine hours a day 
So I don't need to do yeah. 20,000 steps. I'm stood up. Yeah. I forgot what company is it, it is. They do standing desks. There's they, quite a few that do it, yeah. Yeah. And if you want to go into recruitment stuff, I know some horrible places where they, <laughs> they have all sorts of things where oh, you, can't, you can't sit down until you've like made... 10 business development calls or like horrible I don't know why people would work want to work something like that but yeah but yeah like I get the logic from a business development point of view because you stand up you feel more powerful and as silly as it sounds that's why I do my podcast stood up because it gives me more confidence rather than me sat down and um hinged over maybe if I did that in recruitment I would have been better at it but yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you as you know, a lot of us always just walking around the office. It's great now, like technology and stuff, got the airpods and that. Yeah. I can actually do that. But um yeah, before I have one of these like headsets I've got now with the wire yeah. and it doesn't doesn't work quite so well carrying my laptop yeah. around there. <laughs> exactly, awesome. exactly. And there's two points I want to quickly chat about from that there is you know, going back to the standing desks. One of the standing desks organizations was advertising that if you work an eight-hour day and you go one hour on, one hour off, standing up, sitting down, over a year, you burn equivalent, the same amount of calories as running 18 marathons. So, really? Wow. So, yeah, not to make you feel guilty, but I'm pretty much doing 18 marathons a year right now. So <laughs> if you want to pick up your game, you know, that'd be great. Yeah, I don't think you'll catch me doing that. I like, I'll sit down quite sort of, Slumps in my chair sometimes. Yeah. Especially when I'm really busy. And yeah, I don't think I'll be standing up. <laughs> exactly. And and yeah, the second point of, of you were saying about obviously people walking around with, you know, headphones in, it's such a good time you can actually utilize to get your steps up. You know, if you're going to be sat at a desk all day <clears> and you're going to be taking a phone call, you know, be what we talk about recruiters, you know, from a candidate where you don't need to be sibbing through a CV and that sort of stuff. Just get up and go for a walk. Just get away from your desk, get away from the screen yeah. and just walk around the office. Yeah, it's really, but it's become a habit now. Like I'll, I'll be sat there ringing someone I've got my air, AirPods in. As soon as they answer, I just stand up. It's, yeah. it's really weird. I'll just walk, walk off. It's so odd. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a habit now. Oh, but as silly as it sounds, I think potentially it's different for everyone. It potentially give people more confidence because you're not, you know, I, I used to sit next to my um, manager um, if I could stand up, go walk off, then I know he's not going to be eavesdropping onto my phone call. So it could give people, you know, more confidence yeah. as well going for, going forward. Yeah, especially like early days of, yeah, obviously first couple of years of doing that job. Then yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Mate, we, we should change this away from a sort of a fitness podcast and go into a how yeah, to it's do another, business development podcast. Another, another day, that one, isn't it? Yeah. I think there's another, another podcast there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, well, uh, with tip number three now or four? So that, well, that steps is free, so uh, number four now. So my, my number four is have very, very active weekends. Yeah. So just, yeah, obviously you've been sat. Yeah, you've been doing all these great things during the week, trying to keep active and stuff, whether it's doing a workout before, getting your steps in. But on the weekends... At the end of the day, you have been sat at a desk for like eight hours. Um, so yeah, just get up and have a really, really active weekend. So whether that's, so I'll, I'll do like a long run on the weekend. So I might do a half marathon on a Saturday or Sunday morning at the minute. Um, and that kind of just, one allows me to maybe have a, a round of golf without having to squeeze a workout in as well. Um, so I still, again, it's not, what you call vigorous exercise but it's you know you're walking about seven kilometers or so um yeah i think it's just just be conscious of that you've been sat down a week and don't just sit down all weekend basically yeah yeah i think i think that's a really good one and you know i think the key word you said as well is you know active weekend not work out on the weekend you know you don't yeah it doesn't have to be yeah exactly. you could be on a bloody dance dance floor saturday night yeah pop world double fucker red bulls you know yeah cool 100%, yeah, I still, you're still like, say, dancing, having a little boogie or whatever, so, you know. Exactly, and if you have kids and stuff, you know, taking the kids down the park and rather than being, you know, the parent who sits on the bench, you know, stand up, kick a ball, kick a ball, you know, yeah, get, exactly. get joined in. Yeah, 100%. So I think, yeah, that, that would be number four. It's quite a simple one, but easy to, it's easy to get to a weekend and put your feet up and sit there watching football, rugby all weekend on telly, isn't it? But, yeah. 
let's don't not do that but just don't do it all day <laughs> and and that's one especially when i worked in recruitment i hated having weekends where you didn't do anything and i genuinely got into that habit where even if i just went out for a walk by myself you know you spend the whole day week working week in an office you know potentially 11 12 hours sat down all day the last thing i wanted to do was just sit on my sofa and watch netflix all day yeah actually i can't do that anyway so it's kind of ingrained I'm one of them people that just always got to be doing something. Yeah. So, yeah, like we'll, we'll wake up Saturday, I'll do my run or whatever. I'll say to my missus, like, right, what are we doing then? She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, we could do something today. I mean, like, what do we do? Go get coffee? Like, I've just got, I've got to have something. What's the next thing I'm doing in my head? Yeah. So that's yeah. good because that keeps, keeps me active anyway. Yeah. Um, but if that's not you, then just, yeah, maybe you have to put a bit more thought into what you're going to do. But yeah, yeah that, that'll be my tip number four anyway. Just be active on the weekend. Yeah. Right, number five then. Um, five, we've, we've kind of covered this a little bit, but uh, accountability. So ho- hold yourself accountable. Um, number of ways to do it, obviously, like I've set up Instagram. Not everyone's going to do that, right? Not everyone's going to set up an Instagram page. But one thing, again, I've spoken about this in, in some of my running videos, but um, something that works really well is arranging to exercise with somebody um, in advance because if they're a friend of yours, you're not gonna let them down, right? So like the other day, me and my mate had arranged to go for a run at 6.30 or seven in the morning. Um, and I didn't realize I had the day off. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I might have a little bit of a lion. But I'd forgot to tell him that I had a day off and I maybe didn't want to do it or was gonna go later. Um, but I thought, you know what? I've told him. I got up on my day off, did a run at six thirty-seven, whatever it was. And if I hadn't arranged that, then I wouldn't have got up and did it. And I've just that's given me another two hours of my day now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where I would have just been. Yeah. So I think if if I hadn't uh, if I hadn't previously arranged that, I would have just been sat in bed, um, and just wasted more time of my day. But obviously, I wasn't going to let my mate down. So I think accountability come in different forms hmm. um for me it's arranging one arranging something with a friend is a good social thing to do um so the only way we've been able to meet people actually for <laughs> the last few months in, in england but um obviously yeah it's a, it's a nice social thing to do but also it just i think it just stops you not doing what you said you're going to do because there's another person involved does that make sense yeah no i i 100 I, I agree there um i think i i had a you know similar situation this morning i uh, i had one of the other, other gym instructors he asked he wanted to train with me um so he sort of said you know we're going to train today this morning and tomorrow you know seven o'clock in the morning you you know how i was i notoriously i'll be at the gym before work now yeah. because there's some days i don't start work till 10 o'clock i'll get to the gym at nine o'clock but i sort of purp- purposefully said to him I want to train at seven because, you know, for the same reason you said, you know, it gives you an extra two hours of the day. And I challenge challenge anyone, you know, as I said earlier on, I have four, five, six, seven alarms to wake me up. But, and I hate waking up, but waking up at six o'clock, waking up at seven o'clock or waking up at eight o'clock, it's shit. I don't like (laughs) it. You know, it's just bad. You know, don't use, oh, I'm not a morning person. As an excuse. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that saying. I hate it. Like, what does that even mean? I'm not a morning person. I, I don't know anyone who enjoys being woken up. There's just people who just, you know, deals with it. Yeah, I think it's just a habit, isn't it? Like, if you if you do it for a week, suddenly it's not so bad. You know? I, yeah, that one's me up. Oh, I can't. I'm not a morning person. It's like, well, have you tried it? Yeah, I tried it once. I didn't like it. It's like, it's not gonna, you're not just going to love getting up first time you wake up two hours earlier than you normally do you know what i mean yeah so, yeah 100 and i'm going to completely disagree with you i still don't enjoy waking up early to to this day it's not taken me a week to get used to <laughs> i've been do, doing it for years but my logic is you know i try to go to bed an hour two hour earlier than what yeah, i used to yeah. because all you're doing in the evening is you're probably just watching netflix you know so yeah. i'd rather gain an hour, two hours in the morning where you can actually 
you know, be, be productive and obviously being productive. I'm not saying, you know, getting to work early, doing, you know, early work, but just doing something for yourself. Yeah. What, what time do you go to bed then? What, what's, and what time do you wake up? Oh, I try, I try to go to bed for 10. Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of similar. I'm up at six. Alarms at six. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty much the same, but I yeah. normally fall asleep, you know, between 10 to 12. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like if I'm knackered, we, we would go to bed and I'll be asleep at half nine. Some nights. Yeah. It sounds really sad, doesn't it? Some yeah. 28-year-old bloke going to bed at half nine. But <laughs> I suppose you've got, to, you've got to get the time back from somewhere, haven't you, unfortunately? No, yeah, 100%. And that's one thing I love with, you know, I've gone across to iPhone. And I, I never had it on my oh, have you? Yeah, yeah. I feel like, honestly, like, I, did, I put it on my story. I was like, I feel like I'm cheating on my missus now. <laughs> You know, full well, well I, I, yeah, I, I was very pro Android. In all honesty, I still think they're better phones. But with Instagram, iPhone, iPhone. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's more, the, it's the like, accessibility on it, isn't it? It's yeah. better, I think. Yeah. But yeah, and, and one feature I love with Apple Health is at nine o'clock, because it's in the, close to my bedtime, all my notifications don't get sent through. Yeah. So, you know, if people message me at 10, 11 o'clock, rather than hearing that, you know, bing, it's just kept into yeah. the morning. And the reality is, and what, you know, and this is one thing I really struggled with at the start, being a you know, silly as it sounds a business owner now, is I feel like, oh, if I'm not there for my clients, you know, at 10.30 at night, they're going to leave me. But the reality is, if they message me at 10.30 at night, they're probably not expecting a reply until the morning anyway. Yeah, no, it's a very, very good way to look at it, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And pretty much any industry, you can use that logic. Like, how many hiring managers or candidates do you know that will text you at 10.30 at night and be like, oh, Eamon, you didn't reply, reply to me before 12. You know yeah. what? You know, sh go shove it up your ass. Yeah, yeah. But you've got to look at it the other way, haven't you? Like, if I, if I like, call the client at 7 p.m., I'm not, unless that we agreed to do that, they're, they're not answering. And I, would, I wouldn't call them at that time anyway, because it's, yeah, but... Yeah. yeah it's a good way to look at it. Right. Next up, we have what is your food like? To, because I've seen your stone bake oven, I believe. I don't know if it's stone bake, but it looks. Mate, it's, bro it's broken, mate. Broken. I've got to get. Yeah. The, I think like the element, element's gone in. Every time I plug it in, the whole electricity switches off in my flat. <laughs> so I've got to get a new one. But yeah. So, yeah. So ultimately, yeah. I just want to know a bit about, you know, what your food is like, how often you go out for, well, pre-covid beers beers with the lads and all you know balancing yeah. the social life you know i know you touched upon it briefly at the start you know saying you do your exercise in the morning so it's done and then you can go for beers with the lad but yeah how do you manage both yeah so social side of things first yeah yeah either or. yeah so i probably I, i'm someone asked me to go for a drink if i if i'm not doing anything i, I will go like drop of a hat sort of thing <laughs> so I, that's the one thing like socializing i've put above anything yeah. so I, i'll hold my hands up and say like even if i plan to go for a run if two or three mates were like oh we're going to go to this stage fancy it I'll, I'll be there um equally same thing um if my missus said oh i want to go like if i was friday night i'm like, gonna go for a run after work because i didn't do it this morning doesn't happen but it's just hypothetically um if she went oh i want to go for dinner tonight i'd be like all right cool i'll get showered and let's go in a minute because they're, they're the things i've put above everything um and you just add up oh, yeah. under the thumb what's that sorry and you just add under the thumb no nah, <laughs> nah, mate. I, I just love going out i just love going out so whoever it's with, with, with my missus or my mates or family whatever i just love going out so um yeah, like if it's going out for food, drinks, whatever, just just love it. I just love being around people. So if I've got that option, I'll take it over anything. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So and even like lunch at work and stuff. Like even if I was, if even if I was busy, and some lads are oh, going to Wings Wednesday, I'm like, yeah, I'll come. I'll come <laughs> Wings Wednesday. <laughs> so like, yeah, I'd always put that stuff. And I don't know whether that's the fact I love a beer or that just that I love socialising. That's probably a mixture of the two. You might. Um, I'm a. I'm a very professional PT. We don't talk about beer on this podcast. You. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Not alcoholic. Yeah. Bex Blue. 
<laughs> Heineken zero, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, yeah, so from, from, a, from that point of view, like obviously, I know it's not healthy <laughs> to, to do that. Um, but my diet generally isn't that bad. So I kind of, it kind of, ban- I know it's not how it works, but it kind of balances out a little bit. But it's kind of how it works, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah, no, I think... Like you caught, caught me on a good day today that like I had roasted vegetables that I made yesterday to put in the microwave with like some, some coconut rice. So that's my, my lunch today. Yeah. That's the example of living with a, a vegan. <laughs> you eat a lot of vegetables. Like I've, I've known you from Southampton. I know your split's not like 50% beer, 50% food, you know, healthy food kind of thing, you know. And this is why I tell people, you know, look at the 80-20 law just in life and when it comes down to diet as well try to have 80% on point and 20% where you can sort of, you know, put your hair down and relax. But in your point, in your case, yeah. you have no hair to put down, but yeah. <laughs> no, you got me there. Yeah. <laughs> I can grow hair from not here backwards. So uh, basically like <laughs> from your scalp backwards. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can see the hairline, but I've got like a little bit there and then yeah. it's just like shiny here and then yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah so obviously I, I know you've been pressed for time as well because uh, we're doing this halfway through the working day so yeah really appreciate your time um how what do you do to keep yourself motivated because i know sometimes accountability is great but i don't think that's necessarily always the answer and i know there's no. other people who set up fit, fitness instagrams where it sort of gets deactivated after a month and they give up. But you've been going for 97 days now. I don't know. That's right. No, that's a very <laughs> random number. And I have I have posted, like, I think I posted every day as well, like usually more than one post if I can. Hmm. So yeah, I've actually kind of kept that up. But no, I think I think motivation, it's a really it's a really hard one because I'm, I'm kind of I've kind of always just had it, like even when I was at school and college, I did like I did like B-Tech sport at college. Um, and I, I was always the first one to hand my assignments in. Um, because we if you did it all, you get like an extra two weeks off at the end of the term sort of thing. So like little things like that, I'm like, oh, obviously I wanted to get that. Um, and then at uni again, like, I'd always just want to get it done. I was motivated to get my work done early as possible, hand it in, done, just so it's like one one less thing. So I don't know whether it's the reward that drives me, probably based on the fact I work in recruitment and obviously any work you do is the end goal is more money. <laughs> so that's like, I don't know whether that's the reward that motivates me, but I feel like I've just always had, it's, it's probably not very helpful for anyone really, but I've kind of just always had it ingrained that I'm a bit of a kind of go get it sort of person. Yeah. Um, and that obviously helps with everything, doesn't it? Not just... Oh, yeah, I, I completely get that answer. And I think, yeah, some people find it easier than others. But I do think at the same time is you find it easy, you know, with that being said, you find it easier than potentially someone at the start of the journey because you're not at the start of your journey. So what I want to ask you, I'm going to rephrase this question a little bit then. Okay. <laughs> these messages you get from these people saying, oh, you motivate me to do more, you know, at the start of their journey. What advice would you give them? What, well, the start of the journey? Yeah. Um, oh, that's a really good question. Completely put you on the spot, and I do apologise. Yeah. No, that's all right. That's fine. Um, so what advice would I give someone to start their journey? I think planning. Planning is, is planning and, and what you're going to get at the end of it. Right, so like if you're training for a marathon, training plan, stick to it. I know that's another part of being motivated to stick to it, but planning, have a plan and stick to it and keep the end goal in mind. Like my end goal for my marathon, for example, is one, I want to do a marathon in, in under four hours. And I think that would be a massive achievement. I'm, I think I've probably, as I'm training, I'm sort of that time seems to be coming, that target time seems to be getting less and less. But that's my, that was my goal at the start. Um, and then two, to raise those money for charity. 
yeah. they're my goals and they're always in my head. So every time I'm like, oh, I don't know whether I should get up and oh, it says here that I, should, I was going to do a 10K run. I can't be bothered. Um, I think, right, what, what am I, why, why am I getting up and doing the run? Oh, yeah, because I want to do a marathon in under four hours. Yeah. If I don't do that, yeah, one run's not going to make a difference. But if I miss one, then I'll get in bad habits. I might miss another one. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bit of a long answer to your question. But I think it's just planning and what is your reward and make sure that's something that motivates you. Yeah, and, and I think especially after something you, you, you said, you know, about always remind yourself about the reward as well. So always know what you're working toward. The wallpaper on my phone, you know, it says, what would a PT with 100 clients do? Because this means whenever I look at my phone now, as silly as and cringy as it may sound, you know, some people listening to this may think it makes me sound like a dick, but I don't really care. But it just <laughs> reminds me, you know, if I'm going to load up my phone to have a look on Facebook, you know, do something in my personal life kind of thing, is that what... Is that going to help me reach my end goal? Probably not, no. So, you know, finish doing the programming, finish, you know, doing whatever I'm doing, finish my daily email, finish editing this podcast, you know, X, Y, and Z, then go have a look at it. So I think it's really important to always keep your goal in mind and remind yeah. yourself why you're doing it, why you're doing this. Yeah, and I think it's, um, I, it's there is some negative sides to watch out for. Like I, I get quite obsessive sometimes a bit too much. So you do have to be a bit mindful of that um, to the point where I'll go, I literally can't sit down until I've done what That's good because you get things done. But I, sometimes I can't sit down until like I've done what I set out to do, which is really bad. Like I could be sat here doing what I need to do in the office at work today until like eight o'clock. Doesn't happen that often, but I could be, you know, because I cannot, cannot fucking go home until I've done it. You know what I mean? I just can't. Yeah. So yeah, you've got to be wary of that thing as well. What do you do? Because I know like the second podcast I was talking to a coach in London who had emotional eating uh, problems where she, what do you do? What signs do you look for when it comes down to your obsession and how do you sort of stop yourself from thinking, right, you know, eight o'clock, I finally hit my hundred candidate calls for, for the week. I can go home now. What? So how do I stop being so obsessive? Yeah. Um, what, what do you look out for as well what signs um i don't know i can i can just feel i can just feel i get quite agitated so even if like it sounds silly but even if i start like say i start cleaning the kitchen in my flat like before i know it, an hour and a half's gone and i'll clean the whole flat <laughs> like i love and i feel really agitated yeah so for me it's like a, it's like a kind of a uh, an actual physical response that I get. I could feel myself shaking, like, God, I need to do that. I need to finish, hmm. finish this. I probably need to go see a therapist, to be fair. <laughs> it sounds quite bad, doesn't it? That's but, actually um, the, the least of your problems, mate. There's a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing really I can say I, I watch out for. It's just if it starts taking over other things I plan to do, it's probably I'm doing more than I've should be, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Doing what I should be. I think it's like, if I get the, the right sleep, if I get my social, socialising in, if I, um, as I get, make sure I get a couple of rounds of golf in a week, they're the things that keep, stop all that stuff from happening. So <laughs> that's my like preventative time. I tell I you. To get in. So if I, if I started reducing that, I'd know something's going to go wrong soon. Mate, COVID must have done well on your your desk then if you're doing a couple of round of golfs a week. Yeah, well, I've, I've joined the golf club now, so I've got my proper handicap and stuff. And uh, yeah, I'll play that once on the weekend and then I'll try and get out at the midnight. The cops have changed now, so it's good. So I can get out after work or whatever, um, <laughs> which, is, which is good. But yeah, now I've, I've, so I've got my membership, so it doesn't cost me like to pay per round, if you know what I mean now. So yeah. Or did you mean time cost? Rather than money cost. Um, I meant like if you have enough time to go out and have a few rounds. Oh, okay. Life's yeah, not my missus. My missus isn't happy about it, but <laughs> I'm, I'm disappearing for four hours twice a week. But yeah, yeah. so that, that is really important for me. Like find find something that you you that chills you out. I think. Yeah. And for awesome. me, it's, it's, it's getting outdoors. So. Awesome. Any closing tips? How, how should everyone who's managed to listen to the whole podcast remember Eamon um 
morning exercise just give it a go don't give up on it keep trying it because if you want to exercise every day it's the best way to do it i'd say is the first thing um it gives you less time to make excuses and i've got a really my favorite saying right this is my favorite saying is that success finds a way failure finds an excuse yeah and that's that's like my favorite saying and i think that can relate to anything yeah awesome um and every time, every time my missus makes an excuse now, I'm like, success finds a way. <laughs> Don't be a failure. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just that that's one thing that I would, I would leave with you is to keep that in mind and it, it, it will drive you on. Awesome. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so how can people find you? How can people donate? Um, so Instagram uh, is at average.runner.uk. Um, there's a link in my bio on that Samuel Sansay link, link in bio, but there's a link in my bio um, with the Just Giving page. It's for a charity, so it's, it's actually a charity that's our partner charity at, at work um, for the last couple of years called End Youth Homelessness. So it's, it's one of those charities that kind of guys like that do get forgotten sometimes because obviously when you think of charity, you think of cancer research and, and the big ones, which are all really important. But um, yeah, it's a really good charity that basically focuses on giving um, young people a better start in life, trying to keep them off, off the streets and, and in accommodation, employment, that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, really good charity. But the, the link's in the, in the bio. I'm trying to raise five grand. I'm on 500 quid. So I've got a hell of a long way to go. So any, even if it's a pound, 50p, like, it'd be so helpful if anyone could go on there and just, just give what they can. Well, yeah, I, I went to transfer. I went to donate, but the problem is, and this is where you may struggle with your European customers is bank cards only have a IBAN here, not a card number. So I can't donate. Yeah. I, I think you can, I think you can do it through PayPal. I think you can. I need to set up a PayPal. So. I wouldn't, wouldn't I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that, but I think you can. If not, mate, just transfer me some money and I'll, I'll do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, just, <laughs> I just need an invoice. <laughs> yeah. Right. Cool. Anyway, I appreciate your time, mate. Have a good one. No, appreciate your time, mate. Very nice to catch up.